I'm Craig Stadler. It's a great day for golf, and there's no place like Pebble Beach. to Pixelated Audio, a podcast focusing on game audio, its history, and the people behind it. We're your hosts. I'm Brian. This is Gene. Hey. And we've got a special guest host today, Hammock. Hey, what's up? We have another guest that's joining us on the show. That was Craig the Walrus Stadler from the hit game Pebble Beach Golf Links on the Sega Saturn. Thanks for letting me hit. I'll try my best. And uh, we'll be talking more about him as the show goes on, but he's a very regular presence on KVGM on Hammock's show. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's kind of my dad. Nice. So this is an expansion pack, expansion pack 29. We, we picked out a bunch of stuff. So the theme of today's episode is all around T&E golf titles. T&E has a rich history of uh, producing high quality golf game. Well, questionable. Some high quality golf games uh, across multiple plat- a million platforms through many, many years. And uh, they've always had some really stellar music to go along with it. So today we picked a slew of uh teeny golf tracks to uh you know kick off your you know your fall i guess fall starting right it's still pretty hot it's getting close 22nd of the month will be officially fall day number one but we're getting close yeah end of summer beginning of fall is a great time for golf as craig so eloquently put it (laughs) well on that note um today yeah we decided uh on this theme because you know Golf tracks, you know, they have a a history in video game music as well, especially in the video game music community as being um, notoriously way too good and really nice. And, you know, some are really nice and slow mellow. Some are a lot more energetic. But at the end of the day, there's a golf track for everybody. And I think we got a really good selection today. I don't really know anybody's tracks. Gene, you've picked out three. I've got three. Hammock, you've got three or four. I'm not sure how many you picked. Um, so hopefully we don't have some overhead because I'm pretty sure we have uh, a few of the same tracks picked out. Uh, no worries. <laughs> I've got some overage in case my tracks get picked. Some uh, counter picks, if you will. Cool. Hammock. So this isn't your first time on the show. What what were you here for last time? Last time we were talking about Kaze No Notum, which is a hot air balloon simulator with a really jamming soundtrack. So mm-hmm. we, we covered that and played some really good music and talked a little bit about that game, which... Isn't the most exciting game, but the music really makes up for it. You know, it's it's crazy because like the the images of Casino Notam, we, we we talked a lot about the artwork for that game, and like how it's it's you know actually that became my background image for a long time. Uh, but the uh, the art is amazing, and it has those kind of hot air balloons over almost like a golf course, right? And so like I think this is like the I guess companion piece to that in in a sense, Look, overlooking a teeny. Links course. So. Well, I wanted to ask you because you came to us with the show premise, and uh, golf features very heavily on KVGM. So, what is it that spurred on this episode? Well, I think T and E in general. I mean, like Brian was saying, there's just so many games across the years, across different systems, and each soundtrack has its own little pieces of gold. And so, you know, 
Pebble Beach on Sega Genesis, for example, was the you know soundtrack that inspired me in a way to start KVG in the last wave because it was so good. Mm. A lot of really good jazz fusion tracks and smooth jazz. So that whole genre of like golf music is was very prevalent <laughs> to the formation of the last wave. So I figured why not cover, you know, TNE in general and all the different golf games that they've created over the years. Well, that's a great story. And uh, with that said, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. Um, let me think about this for a second. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't pick tracks. I just all threw them into a folder. But um, all right. My first track is from Masters Harukanaru Augusta 2 on the Super Famicom. And Yumi Kinoshida is the primary composer on this one. So let's check it out. The real battle starts right now. You were listening to the second BGM from Masters Harukanaru Augusta 2 on the Super Famicom, and that was composed by Yumi Kinoshida, aka the Queen of the Green. Great par. Keep playing like that, and you'll have a good chance. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she should have showed up on our VGM Masters show with a title like that. I mean, that's what golf VGM is all about, right? That who's the boss lick? <laughs> it starts off a little bit... Uh, you know, a, a little bit, yeah, I wouldn't say that exciting, but when the melody kicks in and you get that lead that kind of dances around, you can't help but kind of like yeah. dance with it, you know, because it's almost like it's uh, like trying to be like the, the, the background singer or they or the, the singer, you know, the lead. Um, there's got to be some lyrics in there that they were thinking about when they're putting this together. And I think that, uh, yeah, it has a, a nice, just smooth, like happy, nice, sunny you know, golf course vibe, you know, I wouldn't hear this on a, on a rainy day track for sure. Yeah. I think you pretty much captured it. Uh, there's not too much to say about this. It's a pretty short track. Yeah. Have you played this? Uh, have you played this game? Me or hammock? I have not. No, I've played a number of golf games over the years, but I really haven't played too many of the T and E golf games, but, uh, you know, I imagine once you've played one, you've kind of got a good sense of it and you just stick with the one that you like. So I'm guessing, Hammock, you haven't played this. I have not, no. Uh, the only golf game that I have played is Power Golf on the TurboGrafx-16. Um, but I've never played any of the T&E 
joints. Power Golf is a good one. Um, you know, it's it's funny because a lot of the you, you'd expect, you know, a company that does a lot of golf games like TNE, a lot of their games would be very similar. But you know, honestly, they they do have a lot of diversity, and it doesn't look like even you know one game mirrors the next. Now there is a lot of overlap. They have some of the similar mechanics between stuff, but. It looks like they they try to change it up based on the you know on the time or the platform and try to you know utilize what the the system's good at uh, in you know for its benefit rather than you know try to approximate something on the Super NES that didn't work on the TurboGrafx 16 or you know something like that. So um, cheers to TNE for being able to give us so many quality golf titles with so much diversity over the years. Yeah, and that said, I looked the company up a little bit, and they started making golf games around 1984. Then they took a little bit of a break, uh, came back around 1988, 89, and then, you know, it became their bread and butter, golf, 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 for about a decade or so. But before we get into the company a little bit more, I wanted to play my next track. Is it cool if I do that, Brian? That, let's do it, yeah. So I am determined to push this to the number one song played on our show. <laughs> this is from <laughs> New 3D Golf Simulation, Eight Lakes Golf Course. Uh, some of you may also recognize this from Pebble Beach Golf Links. And we also talked about it in the show, uh, Advanced Fantasian. Brian, I think you know where this is going. Yes, I, I remember this one, yeah. This is the menu theme played from the PC-98 version. Try your best to match my shot. Consistency is the key at Pebble. That was the menu theme from New 3D Golf Simulation, Eight Lakes Golf Course on the PC-98. And uh, that was composed by Yumi Satake or Yumi Kinoshita, which, of course, because we've already played it on the show about three or four different times. And I got to say, I love this track. I love that melody. I never really get tired of it. It's, uh, it's a cute track. Um, it's a little repetitive. Like I, For some reason, I recall it being like like longer but um i guess not well yeah because we went back in time this is the oh, first okay. version of it but yeah it doesn't really change all that much i like it thoughts grapes yeah see i like the bounciness of it it's got you know a fun little energy to it 
Um, and this is the main menu, so you get a lot of decisions to make at this point in the game. You're not even gotten out on the green. So true, true. having that energy to get you stoked, uh, I think it's appropriate. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, now tell us about this game, Gene. All I can really tell you about it is it, uh, it's one of their first full-fledged golf games. Before this, I think they were just experimenting, but this is where they uh, kind of codified the TNE golf game sound. Uh, beyond that, I couldn't tell you that much about it. I didn't really go through these uh, systematically and say like, oh, this is a two-click system. This is a three-click swing system. <laughs> uh, this one features uh, crazy physics. Uh, I don't know. It, for all I know, they're all mostly pretty accurate simulations, except for maybe one of them. But yeah. The one that basically kicked it off. <laughs> awesome. Uh, are you ready to jump into the next one here? Yeah, let's do it. I am. That's you, Brian. It is me. Because, okay, so for this this one, I, I took a, a little bit of a different approach. So I, I know that in our uh, in our shared folder there, we have a bunch of tracks, but I, I kind of took a departure from it because I wanted to play this one. It is golf or teeny virtual golf on the virtual boy i talked about this you probably guessed i was going to play this one but um it was released i believe in 1995 and um it's it's really it's really hard on the eyes because it's it's um it's a golf game that's supposed to have this really beautiful like um you know pitch and course but it's all black and red and that's you know kind of reminds me of valor valley golf because it's in like you know that like it's basically like you're golfing in hell so um <laughs> it kind of has like a like a demonic vibe to it like are the the visuals but the track is really good and this is called um the uh the options or the the map screen so let's take a listen today is make or break can you make the cut Nice par. That's the way to finish the round. 
It's great. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, this was options map screen for teeny virtual golf or known as golf here in the US when it came out on the virtual boy in 1995 and this was composed by ken kojima and that name may sound familiar not if you're uh, a huge teeny person but uh this was um uh was specifically talked about them on a really really old episode um episode 60 something where we talked about red alarm for the virtual boy he had done that soundtrack as well and so he has a really good um, I think command and control of the sound chip considering, you know, it didn't get a lot of attention and it didn't have that much development. Um, so uh, I, I think that it, it's got, you know, a nice bounce. The whole, the whole soundtrack is pretty simple. It doesn't go over the top or anything like that. But this track itself is is just um, a, a lot of fun. It's, it's short, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I, you know, I had researched a lot of these TNE golf games over the years for the show and this one I had not even touched and I was really surprised by the soundtrack. It's got a lot of really good music. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's only what, like five tracks or something like that. And I, I think that, you know, all, all the tracks have something kind of nice to them, right? There, there's an, a nice, um, uh, the main links or the main, um, course track. And it's a little bit more, it's not as bouncy as this one, but, uh, still got a lot of, a lot of charm to it. Oh, and actually, I, I have a copy of this. It's like right over here somewhere. <laughs> well, that was the end of the first round. Uh, do we want to talk about Teeny Soft a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to keep this super simple. Um, I don't know why. I wrote down the entire histories of mergers and acquisitions for TNE Soft, and but since I've got it, I'm going to read it off. <laughs> well, we, we did talk about this pretty much in detail um, on other episodes, but um, what do you got? Because I can fill in the details. So they were founded as TNE in 1982. Then in 1990, they acquired CrystalSoft to form their Osaka branch. We talked about that in uh, one of our episodes. Then they were renamed D Wonderland Inc. in 2002. Then they created an offshoot called Digital Golf in 2003. Then another company called Deep Inc. was founded in 2005 to publish the True Swing Golf series. Then Deep Inc. was merged back into Digital Golf in 2006 under the name TNE Soft. Then Digital Golf split off into a new company called TNE Soft Co. in January of 2008. Are you confused yet? <laughs> Shortly after, in January of 2008, Games Arena Co. Limited acquired TNE. Then Chunsoft and Spike separately acquired Games Arena and then merged into Spike Chunsoft in 2012. That new TNE Soft Co. Limited was then absorbed and merged with Spike Chunsoft in January of 2013. Then in January 2015, D Wonderland, which is the old TNE Soft, then changed its name to some global holdings company. And then finally, most recently in 2019, D4 Enterprise announced that it had acquired the IP rights to that very valuable TNE Soft game content, those golf games. So maybe we'll see a return of the walrus. Oh, boy. <laughs> I would hope so. You can count on me because I know I can make it. Yeah, it's crazy how much these golf games have changed hands over the years. That was a nice um, roundup, Gene, of all the like mergers and stuff. What a confusing mess. Of... Those golf games are super valuable. Well, you know, Teeny Soft, it was founded by two brothers in 1982. Um, and Teeny came from the names. There was um, Tim and Eric were their names, I believe. 
<laughs> Tim and Eric. <laughs> no, it was uh, Toshiro and something. Anyways, did you know? So one thing you left out here. So do you know what T and E stands for? No, I thought you were just telling us uh, Toshiro and. Uh... Well, no, 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 no. It was technology and entertainment. Oh, okay. Right, <laughs> but before that, so they actually had another name before technology and entertainment. It was try and exciting. They did it. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they, I mean, they have done, they have, they've worked on titles from, um, you know, ranging from 3DO, Genesis Mega Drive, N64, um, the, uh, they did the uh, Highlight series, and uh, that was MSX, Famicom, Genesis, Sega Saturn, all that stuff. Um, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, PS1, PS2, I mean, they were everywhere, and apparently, they uh the members got a this company newsletter and i remember talking about this is they got this thing called the uh, the quarterly tne magazine and it was like made in-house and all the members um uh would get these plastic member cards and also a cd that had some game music on it and stuff like that it was it was really cool and i guess there was like seven thousand members that were part of this tne user club and this this kind of like um you know like user group soft user group or something like that so uh pretty cool and then yeah like you said 2002 this when kind of the magic stopped i think and they they um and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, they they had a lot of mergers. They changed to D Wonderland Inc. and stuff like that. But um, I think their their heyday really was like the the mid to late 80s and then throughout, throughout the 90s. Throughout the 90s, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so. I think their lead developer went on to work on the Dark Souls series. I'm totally making that up. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have no idea. Uh, uh, but anyway, the magic was so The magic just left. <laughs> cool. So... Um, I guess we're on to round two here. We are. Hammock, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> so pressure starting to get to you? Yeah. Let's um let's dip our toes into the Sega Genesis. Cause this is, you know, this is where I first discovered these games and um, you know, that menu music from Pebble Beach Golf, which is basically just little Linda from Spyro Gyro. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to actually go to something from the True Golf Classics Wicked 18, as it was known in the United States, or Devil's Course in Japan. This is music number four, and it's from the Sega Genesis. All right, let's take a listen. I can see you're going to be a difficult opponent.
You keep playing like you did today, and I'm sure you're gonna make the cut. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, when it hits that uh, breakdown at the end, it's so good. Yeah. That is good. I'm looking hmm. at the sound staff, and there's a lot of names on that list, but who's sitting at the head of that table? I think we all know. Yumi Kinoshita. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love talking about her on that one show, um, Advanced Fantasian. She's just such an interesting person on top of being a fantastic composer. Mm-hmm. Much love and respect, and I uh, hope she had a good career. I mean, I mean, she must have. She was the head of sound at TNE Soft. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I love this track. So uh, any thoughts on why you picked it, Hammock? Uh, this one, you know, it adds a little bit more spice to your game. A little bit more of that spicy mustard on the golf ball. Um, <laughs> and, you know, most of these games are based on actual courses like Pebble Beach and the course in Augusta. I can't remember which one it's called. And there's the Hawaiian course. But this is the Devil's Course. So this is a little bit out there. It's a little bit more of a challenge, I think. It's got a little bit more fantastical obstacles. So you need something with a little bit more attitude, something with a little bit more oomph. And I think this number four track uh, really seals the deal for me. I was getting some of those Sega vibes. You know, this reminds me of uh, Super Monaco GP, that uh, Uwabo sound. I know this game was published by Sega in the US. Uh, Super Monaco GP, also a really great soundtrack. But uh, yeah, in there it was used as more of a, uh, you finish the race. Um, Not quite golf sound, but definitely in that same sort of vein. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the heat waves. So you you won, and you know here's what's gonna happen afterwards. You're gonna feel that heat. Bring the heat. Uh, yeah, good track. Let's uh let's jump into our next one here. Unless you got anything else to say about uh about it. Uh, no, uh, not on that. But I do have a bit of a correction to make because uh, I know the T and E golf heads are gonna get on me for this one. But it was actually Haru Kanaru Augusta that started off the golf craze in 1989. Eight Lakes Golf Course in 1990, that was, you know, second fiddle, who cares? I was just a little bit incorrect there. So all of you folks who are keeping track at home, who are shaking your fists, don't worry, I fixed it. Mmm, <laughs> you missed an easy putt. <laughs> uh, coming up next, I'm actually going to keep it going with some Sega Genesis. This is from Wiley no Kiseki. Um, I think like everybody here, I'm a big fan of some of that Genesis FM. So why not, right? This is BGM1.
Outstanding. That was the shot I was looking for. For those TNE golf heads, that was BGM1 from True Golf Classics Wiley Country Club on the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive, also known as New 3D Golf Simulation, Wiley no Kiseki. I don't want to get that wrong because I know how aggressive TNE golf fans can get, and I don't want my inbox to be full of comments about it. Don't worry about the score. Just play your best and enjoy tomorrow. I love that track. It's a good one. I'm not too, um, I'm not too keen on the bass um, itself. It just sounds really like, I don't know, not a lot of love put into it. But I'll tell you what, the the bounce that it it adds, I think the rhythm that the bass brings is where it actually shines. It's not that the the tone itself is kind of flat. It's, you know, it sounds like something that you just hear on like a you know a kid's keyboard or something like that. Um, but th yeah, that that action and the bounce that it brings, I think, adds to the track significantly. And I think that's where um, the, the track really shines. That's fair. I mean, I hear exactly what you're saying, but I think overall, this is still a really, really solid track. I mean, I love it. Yeah, that's a great track. I um, For the Masters of EGM event, I did choose uh, Yumi Kinoshita as one of my masters just because of her work on all these golf games. And I chose this track as one of the showcases on the Genesis. And it is like Brian's saying, it does have that bounce. It's really, you know, it's really optimistic, despite what Craig Stadler's probably telling you. You just need to practice a lot more. This is giving you the motivation and the, uh, I, I guess, the positivity to get the job done in the right way. Uh, so I can't think of a better track to help you do that. Yeah, that's a good one. I think we can keep it rolling. Brian, you're up next. Cool, yeah. So I picked a track here. Um, I, I, was, I was looking at... Um, I was looking at a few. I was between two different ones, but I'm gonna go with the uh, the one that's actually in our uh, our shared folder here. Aside from okay, originally I, I chose track one from a game called Swing Away Golf, which is another teeny golf title that came out in 2000 on the PlayStation 2. And um, so I was into this course, you know, course track one or whatever. And then um, you know I didn't really. I didn't really think of it. I noticed in our notes or in our, our shared document here, we have um, we have a, a track called Scorecard, and I listened to that, and uh, I, I love it. So let's take a listen. This is Scorecard from Swingway Golf on the PlayStation Two. Don't be nervous, or you won't be able to play your best.
All right, that was Scorecard from Swingway Golf, and this was released in 2000 for the PlayStation 2. And um, this this track, I, I, I really liked it. It was composed um, by, I have two people listed, so I'm not exactly sure who did what, but we have uh, Katsu, Katsumi Yokokawa and Kiyoe Ohashi, and they're both listed as composers. There's one's probably sound design or something like that, but it's, uh, it's really good. Um, soundtrack altogether it's very lively it reminds me a lot of um, uh, uh, Mina no Golf or um, uh, what is it Hot Shots or something like that it has that kind of like happiness to it um, a little more f- kind of fanfare and and a lot of flourishes and stuff like that but at the same time it's really still mellow and um, gives out this really nice happy vibe I think yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. It's um, it's a new spate of composers, but uh, I gotta say the uh, the magic's a little bit gone for me. It's no Yumi Satake uh, or Kinoshita, <laughs> uh, whatever name she was uh, using at the time. But yeah, I mean, I gotta say it sounded pretty good for what was essentially a PS2 launch title. I think they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, again, the the I was kind of between a few different tracks on here because it's a lot of good music. Yeah, I like the scorecard track. I think. It is light. It is a little fanfare but, you know, you're looking at your scorecard, so you're trying to see what you need to improve or if you're doing a good job. And it, from the sound of this track, it seems like you're doing a pretty good job. You've played well and made the leaderboard. Yeah, wouldn't that be awful if you're looking at your score times, like re- like just all bogeys and stuff like that, and this music was playing? <laughs> <laughs> you sure yeah. feel good about yourself, though. Just encourages no. you to do better next time. Yeah, that's what it's about. Kind of over the top. I mean, it's very the the game itself is um, a lot like Hot Shots. Um, uh, did you play Hot Shots on the on the uh, on the Vita? That was a great one. I think that version. I think that's the one it reminds me of the most because the characters are a little bit more instead of like kind of have that chibi look to them. They're they're like I don't know more human human looking. <laughs> I guess <laughs> so. Nah. I think uh, you'd be better off playing one of the Hot Shots games, uh, but because I, d- I do think this borrows a lot from one of the uh, from those other titles. But you know, at the same time, teeny kind of on the on the fading edge, kind of fizzling out of uh, of the golf of the swing, kind of swinging their way out of the golf. Mm, now it's going to be tougher for you to make the cut. I think they burn themselves out on golf games. I mean, if you look at their credits list, and I'm looking at the list right now, this isn't even exhaustive. From 1983 to about 2010, and it's a little bit thinner on the uh, the ends there. So from about 1989 to 2000, there are something like 20 different golf games. I mean, honestly, and that's that's not even accounting for all of the different platforms. All of these games were coming out on like three to four different platforms. So is it any surprise that they went on to work on the Dark Souls series? I mean, they probably needed something easier to do after this. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's a golf club in that series... Uh, you know who to thank. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Wouldn't that be sweet if there was like a like a hidden like golf track in Dark Souls? Oh, that would be so cool. But um, I know that's a different composing team, and <laughs> they were definitely not on that golf stuff. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. Yeah, this is our final round. This is our final round. What do we got next? The next shot will determine your final result. Mr. Hammock. Can you take the pressure of an imminent victory? Well, I think we need something from the game that presents us Craig Stadler for the very first time and that's on the Sega Saturn that is Pebble Beach Golf Links and this track is BGM number one let's take a listen okay leave it to me now I'm gonna show you a real professional shot 
What an incredible shot. Okay, I mean, that's a beautiful day out on the Pebble Beach golf links. My goodness, BGM number one from the Sega Saturn game featuring none other than the walrus himself, my dad, Craig Stadler. <laughs> He's dynamite out there, Craig. I'm pretty strong at crunch time. Oh, I mean, man. the City Pop golf stuff is pretty much why we created the show. Not at all, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but for those people who aren't in the know, I mean, we're looking at a spreadsheet here with, like, 25, 30 different golf tunes, and, I mean, there's no end in sight even beyond the TNE stuff. So, you know, narrowing it down for the show was pretty tough. We could only pick about 9 or 10. But I'm glad you picked this one. Yeah, you know we need to represent yeah. Mr. Stadler. We is this is this the only track we have representing Stadler himself? No way! I got another one coming up. Oh well, then <laughs> then then jump into it. <laughs> All right. So, more fun facts. If you're enjoying hearing Craig Stadler from the 95 hit game Pebble Beach Golf Links, starring Craig the Walrus Stadler, um, I went through great pains to rip the music from some very poorly, uh, well, well at the time, but now poorly compressed videos. And if you like them, you can check them out on YouTube. A lot of people really enjoy remixing the videos that they have from Pebble Beach. So this is when you are at the clubhouse. This is a, a video that appears in the game. And uh, just imagine what Pebble Beach looked like in 1995. You're driving around golf carts. You're, you know, drinking cocktails, whatever the case may be. I call this track uh, Break Time at the Clubhouse. Pardon the compressed audio. This is the best I could do. Like I said, I was pulling it directly from the video, so enjoy. Don't give up too early. Pebble's a challenge for all of us. This is very close. It's going to go down to the last few holes. That was from Pebble Beach Golf Links on the Saturn, and that was audio from the movie file. And I got to say, it does not get more in the weeds than literally ripping audio from a Cinepack file from 1995. And I did not do anything to that audio. It cuts off exactly where it does. It just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trails off. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I like that. It's it has no business being that compressed, but uh, it is a good track. It's well composed. Yeah, it's got it's got something. Um, you know, you, you've had a long day, right? Out on the golf course, you come back to the clubhouse. You want a nice Arnold palm tree. You want to just kick it for a little while in the shade because it's probably been pretty hot out there. And this is it. This is the relaxation music that you needed to sort of unwind after a busy day out on the links. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> You know, I'm the only one that watched the video, but you pretty much captured it. You painted that picture so vividly, I feel like I'm watching it again in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, Brian, you are the anchor on this episode. You are going to be picking the last track for us, of course, except for our uh, final guest who will be closing out the show. But what is your final pick 
Uh, keep in mind, you do not have to pick another track from Pebble Beach Golf Links. This is going to be close. Do you think you can make the cut? Okay, um, well, let's see. I got, like, a few of my tracks. Well, I got two of them taken over. All right, this is the tutorial track from Valora Valley Golf on the Sega Saturn. Let's take a listen. Great birdie. You played better than I expected. All right, that was the tutorial from the Valor Valley Golf on the Sega Saturn, also known as the Hyper Golf Devil's Course, or the new 3D Golf Simulation Devil's Course, or just Devil's Course, or the Hyper Golf Devil's Course, or Devil's Course on the Sega Saturn and alternate Japanese spelling. Also, True Golf Classics, Wicked 18. This game had a lot of titles. <laughs> yes, sure did. Um, yeah, it's a good track. It's uh, it's nice. It's It's been out like uh, on just about every platform that I can think of. Um, well, I mean, I think the 16-bit stuff, right? So um, you got, you know, your Super Nintendo, um, 3DO, well, whatever that is, I guess you can call that. Um, Genesis, PC-98, kind of in that, that realm. Um, it's actually really fun. It's kind of an exaggerated golf game, right? Where you're, you're playing, like I mentioned earlier, like in hell, for the most part, there's um, crazy, you know, lava hazards and stuff all over the place. And um, the game is um, actually a lot of fun. I remember really enjoying it. There's, um, you know, kind of this kind of mysteriousness to, you know, shooting a, a golf ball over a, you know, volcano that's, yeah. Anyways. What'd you think? I mean, I really dug this track a lot, but uh, did you already mention the uh, supposed composer or uh, sound well, director on so, this one? So we have we have sound director as Yumi Satake, 
but I think so I was looking because I played a track from Valor Valley Golf back in like 2014 and um, I you know, did a lot of research back then and I couldn't confirm that that was actual person. So I had a big question mark on it, but for sound director, um, it could be that person or it might be somebody else. We're not exactly sure because sound director in this, there, there's a lot of like kind of in motion video stuff. So it could be part of that. Um, it's also could be sound director for anything, right? Sound director on any other platform or something like that. So yeah, I mean, it was a small team overall, so the odds that she also did the soundtrack are pretty high, but, you know, I'm not going to say that definitively, yeah. Look, I mean, there's a lot of similarities between this and Pets, Dog's Family, Pets with a Z. True. And That's she's fair. done that too, so <laughs> let's just say, you know, it's in the air, but I'll go with it. Yeah, and for those who have played this game, you'll notice a lot of similarities between this and the Demon Ruins and Dark Souls, so um, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's there. It's there. Cool. That's three times, so that means the joke's funny now. <laughs> or we're uh, jump the shark with it. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, that was teeny golf games. Or I, I think we got one more taken out of the show, Hammock, right? Before we do that, I want to ask Craig if he has any words of wisdom. In golf, a small mistake can affect your entire game. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Craig. I've really enjoyed playing four days of golf with you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see what that was. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just I get that sense from him. Congratulations on your victory. Next time though, I'm gonna win. Anyway, so uh Hammock, what do you got? Today we covered teeny golf games. This is Expansion Back 29. If you want to know more about the show, you can check us out online at pixelatedaudio.com for our show notes and our track lists. You can also check out KVGM Radio, the last wave. I also want to say that KVGM comes very highly recommended. As an avid listener, it's just such a great format. Oh, yeah. It's 30 minutes of VGM, very smooth, very relaxed, very cool. Uh, you know, not a whole lot of filler, pretty much just the music. I really love the format you've established. I think you were telling me this earlier, but you had originally pitched this as a radio show, but uh, life went in a different direction. So you ended up doing this as a solo thing, right? Yeah, that's the case. I um, was living in Portland and they have a uh, kind of an independent radio station there called X-Ray FM. And this was originally a pitch, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Uh, it wasn't gonna be called The Last Wave. It's gonna be called Pixel Beaches, but uh, took it in another direction when that didn't work out. Uh, ended up moving away from Portland and you know a few years later decided to do it as a podcast but yeah it's kind of that radio format 30 minutes mostly music a little talk in between i don't have the knowledge that you two have um which i appreciate i wish i did so a lot of the stuff i talk about on there is nonsense but the music is really good so that's kind of the key takeaway when you're listening to the show well the secret sauce behind our show is that just have fewer friends and you'll have more time to look things up on the internet oh, totally. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's it's a really enjoyable show. Urge everybody to take a listen. And, you know, I, I think there's all you know a lot that complements both of our shows and other podcasts out there as well. So um, if you like game music, check it out. You won't be disappointed. And uh, Hammock, where, where can we find your, your website, your podcast, and all that amazing stuff that you do? KVGM Radio. Dot com is the website. You can go there and download all the shows, check out track listings, and then, you know, our show comes out every Sunday on every podcast platformer that you can think of. And we've been doing a lot of stuff on YouTube, uh, doing mixtapes there, like talk-free mixtapes, and then doing a lot of track uploads of stuff that's been featured on the show but hasn't been available on YouTube. Um, so 
go check that out if you want to find some jams from all different consoles and including some stuff from uh yumi kinoshita our composer that did a lot of this music today excellent but for this last track uh, i'm going to do a little bit of a curveball here we're going to go to the sony playstation for a track from june classic cc and rope club so you know if you're tired playing golf you can go do some jump rope or something uh <laughs> i don't know the composer information on this i'm assuming it's probably yumi uh satake kinoshida let's um, go with that let's go with it and i know you went through great pains to get this one this is one of the uh rare golf egm we have today <laughs> that's right so let's uh let's enjoy it together awesome thank you for listening and we'll see you back in a few weeks for the next episode